Hi everyone, welcome to the Drive to Succeed podcast. I hope you and your family is safe and doing well. If it's your first time tuning in today, my name is Daniel, the host of the show. With majority of us working from home and in isolation due to the COVID-19, I wanted to really, really focus on what matters to us. I know you and I right now are facing some challenges, difficulties, uncertainties because of this crisis. And you know what? This can only be temporary. I know this is the reality that we are facing right now, but I believe that you and I can make this a turnaround. So today's episode, I wanted to really add value to you and keep you motivated to focus on what matters and use this downtime properly in learning and investing in yourself to help you grow in your business life and in career. And of course, this episode is all about how a corporate veteran who used to work in a major telecommunications industry found her purpose in helping people find their destination. So what do I mean by that? I mean, all of us right now are, you know, in isolation, thinking on what's the next best thing to do in the next two weeks to three months and the rest of 2020. In this episode, she shared why is it important to know what your destination would be in your business, in your career, or your goal in life? And of course, how you will tie it up right now in terms of utilizing the time that we have right now. And of course, how to take inventory of your strengths and leverage it and take advantage of it. So without further ado, let's welcome the one and only Bina Matthews. Welcome back to the Drive to Succeed podcast. We have a very special guest today. I know 90% of us right now are in isolation. That's why I brought to you an expert who can assist us in you know, staying positive and really making use the downtime really you know, useful. And now with no other than special guest today is uh, Bina Matthews. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me here, Daniel. It's a pleasure. Awesome. So, uh, Bina, I'm just really curious about uh, one thing. So, you were um, working with Do Telecoms before uh, you started your own career, your own coaching journey. Um, tell us and a little bit walk through about your background and you know what is the catalyst that you know decided to I want to be a coach and help people. Okay, uh, so I have to start backtrack a bit. Uh, Because, you know, it's like if communication were a merry-go-round, you know, Mm -hmm. the roundabout, as they call it, I think, with all the different horses. Very early in my career, I decided I'm going to try every single one of them out so that Mm -hmm. I get hands-on experience in every channel of communication. So Mm -hmm. I've been a journalist. I've run a multimedia studio with my husband. Mm -hmm. I've been in advertising. I was with uh, Hill & Knowlton here with FP7. Mm-hmm. I was a freelancer for Gulf News and College mm-hmm. Times. Yes. Yeah. So um, all of that came together when I joined the corporate world. And uh, that was way back when Do was launching. So mm-hmm. I managed the PIPA team at that time. Mm-hmm. And that really most exciting phase I think that company will ever go through. Yes. And uh, then a few years after that, uh, the CEO, Usman Sultan, who is very passionate about his people, Mm-hmm. He said, you know, we do such a great job of relating to our stakeholders outside. Mm-hmm. We need to bring that in because if our people don't become brand ambassadors, we're losing out on 
So then I became head of internal communications and I was at do overall for almost 12 years. Mm. So now that's a long journey. Yes. One I never thought I would last that long. But uh, you know how it is in any career, at the reaches, you reach a point at which you plateau. And uh, for me, I'm a bit of a motorhead. So, you know, the analogy of getting your wheels stuck in the sand, yes. it's, it's the worst. I need to keep, it's all about forward motion. Yes. And uh, so, you know, you wake up and thrill of the job isn't just there anymore. And there's nothing yeah. like, you know, you can perform your role in the middle of the night if they wake you up. Yes. So then I knew something's missing and uh, I was trying to figure out what it was. The one constant through all my careers is that I have always been mentoring and coaching people. Mm. And people joke about it, you know, they used to say, you should just quit this job and do that full time. And it was just a joke. And then somehow I never believed in coaching because as a control freak, I used to think it's my life. Who is this random person who's going to come in and tell me how to run it or, you know, what to do? And then finally, I saw that a couple of very good friends were actually having amazing breakthroughs in their lives because they were going to a coach. And actually, they used to come and tell me, look, we're paying that person shitloads of money, man. You tell me the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But but they have those few tips and techniques that helped me to cross that last obstacle and Mm -hmm. actually act on it, you know. So then I said, okay, let's give it a shot. And I went and uh, looked for the best training institute. It's uh, an American company. They come down here twice a year and train. And uh, in the process of training, I was coached myself. Mm -hmm. And I discovered the importance of knowing your purpose and being very clear about your goal. Mm -hmm. And I realized being a coach is what I want to do. And that's the fulfilling role that will you know answer the the dilemma I was in at that time yes uh, i'm really curious about one thing because you mentioned about obstacles and you mentioned about purpose you mentioned about goals those three things i believe are very very big words especially for those of you know people who are still working or maybe they're in their mid-levels career right now who are somehow lost and somehow stuck as well because if you if you really think about it now that majority of us are working at home or you know maybe massive layoffs as well so these are really questions that people would think about and what is next right now so i'm just really curious about what is your obstacle back then and how would you know people right now was thinking that oh this is an obstacle how can i achieve or go to the next level and maybe you know know my purpose what are the tips and tricks that you can share today okay so for me like any parent um you know, we've built a life based on two incomes, two steady incomes. And Mm -hmm. we've raised our children like that. And I think financial uh, insecurity is the main reason we all just stay where we are. Mm -hmm. And we know that it's not where we're meant to be, but you're so scared about what you'll do when that regular salary stops coming in. You just don't don't, uh, take the leap of faith. So for me, it was when I saw that my health, because I was going through a lot of health issues related to stress. And that's what we don't realize. Yes. That when, when we're not in a good place and, you know, what we call congruence in NLP, when your head, your heart and your gut are not yes. in alignment, mm-hmm. 
it results in your body is just screaming for help, you know, so you do have bad health. And once I decided I want to be a coach and I started coaching people, I realized that everything was better for me. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I weighed the two and I said, you know what? On the one hand, I trust in God to take care of me and my family. And the other hand, I prayed for direction on what I need to do when I found it. So it was a huge leap of faith. Yes. As they say, you know, the eagle kicks out its babies from the nest when it knows it's ready, they're ready to fly. Those babies by themselves would never leave the nest. Yes. And then the wings would never develop. Mm. And they would actually die there. But the mother knows that if they're kicked out into the scary open, they're going to spread those wings and fly. So sometimes we have to, universe helps us. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we've just got to make ourselves do it. Understood. So you mentioned about um, financial insecurity, the reason why that's number one, where, why we still go and hang on to our job was, you know, making an income, especially here in UAE is quite, you know, very challenging if you don't have a job or you don't have a stable income. Um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong in working. I believe me myself, there's nothing wrong in working on a job if that's what you're really passionate and really enjoy exactly. about. Exactly. If it is your purpose, if it brings you joy, by all means. See, I was there happy for so many years. Mm -hmm. It's only when I reached that point where I felt, what next? How do I level up mm. personally, you know, and feel like I'm heading towards my own purpose? Yes. Then it and was no longer the right thing. What are the uh, steps that you can, you know, maybe give our listeners or audience that was listening on this episode about how to find their purpose, you know, or maybe find their passion even? Okay, that's exactly what I do with my clients. Mm -hmm. And um, because, you know, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits for great managers mm -hmm. the first the first one is know your destination know mm -hmm. the end mm -hmm. and you know when doing the course all of us were rolling our eyes and we're like of course we know our destination i want to be rich i want to be happy i want to be healthy mm -hmm. but that is not a clear goal mm -hmm. what happiness means to you will be very different from what it means to me what you define as rich will be different for me mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, setting a destination on your GPS. Mm. It is vaguely say, Alain, it's just going to take you to the outskirts of Alain and say, okay, you've reached, right? You've got to specify where. And mm. if you see along the way, it gives you very clear directions. You have so many kilometers to go. Mm -hmm. And when you reach, because the destination is clear, it says, your destination will be on your right in mm -hmm. 50 meters. Because yes. otherwise you're going to drive right past it because you don't know you've reached your destination. Yes. So getting clarity is your goal number one. Mm -hmm. And then you will work out the path to it. So sometimes we tend to turn it on its head and then we think I need to uh, sign up for a lot of courses mm -hmm. or I need to get training. I yes. need to... You know, read and need to listen to a lot of self-help it's we're doing it the other way around first we need to decide where we're heading and then mm -hmm. work towards it instead of running in all directions yes yes so so you mentioned about uh being having knowing where the destination would be uh 
Um, so what what's next? So now I know where my destination would be, where I'm going to. What's next? Okay, and and if I could just backtrack one step before that, sure. so many times people come to me very sure that this is my destination. I know mm -hmm. this is what I want. Now the most important thing for all of us is our values, our core values. Mm -hmm. And this is something that is inculcated in us from zero to five, ages zero to five. Mm. And I always tell uh, people who are going to be parents or have just got a baby, your value inculcation starts now, not when they're older. Because after five, you stop absorbing values, actually. We mm. form beliefs after that. Mm -hmm. Now, the values, we lose touch with what our core values are, but they are the compass which guides us. So when we're setting a goal that is not congruent with our personal value, one, mm -hmm. we will either know the goal, we will know how we need to get there, but just can't seem to move forward on it. Or two, you've set the goal, but somehow it doesn't seem like the right one. Mm -hmm. So in the coaching process, we identify your values then we look at your goal and see if they match. Mm -hmm. So uh, one is make sure that the goal you think is your goal is actually a real goal. Mm. So how, do, how, how will people find if that is their real goal? Um, so like I said, once we've identified your, your core values mm -hmm. and then we go to your criteria for mm -hmm. what qualifies your goal mm -hmm. to be such an important thing, Mm -hmm. Many people find, oh, actually, it isn't that. It wasn't that important. Actually, wait on, hang on a second. Sure, sure, That's sure. not that. This is what I want. So, you know, it works out organically in the process of coaching. Mm -hmm. Understood. So, you so, mentioned... So you started, to go back to your question. You asked yeah. me, uh, now they know where their goal is, what do they do next? Yes, yes. So, uh, they need to see, if I know where my goal is, why am I not able to move towards it? Mm -hmm. So then you come back to self-awareness, identifying the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Mm. Okay. And then the great news about limiting beliefs is that they can be converted to empowering ones. The same belief that held you back can be the one that propels you forward. Mm, interesting. So you mentioned, um, so if I understand it correctly, because... I wanted to really clarify this and make it clear for everybody as well to, you know, because I interview a lot of coaches as well. And there were some differences, um, similarities as well. So number one is to get to know a destination, where your goal would be, identify your values. And most of these values are being developed on maybe, you know, when you're still zero to five, when you're developing your, you know, your life, what you're leaving your parents. And I think... Most of the people doesn't know this actually that most of the beliefs, most of the actions that we're doing right now are ingrained to us during our childhood. Yes. So. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how I'm working with people in their 40s and 50s and mm -hmm. in their head, in a particular situation, mm -hmm. it's their nine-year-old self that is holding the reins and controlling the way they think and feel. Yes. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. So uh, with NLP, the, we know we can't go back and change the past. Mm -hmm. But with NLP, the amazing thing is mm -hmm. we can go back and change the emotions and the connections that we have formed in relation to that event. Mm -hmm. So where 
in the past that event created a limiting belief mm -hmm. or created this negative emotion around it, we can go back and change that. So that now when you come back to where you are in the present, you are no longer carrying that baggage. And that event is no longer hindering you from moving forward. All right. Uh, awesome. So now that you challenge your own beliefs, um, so you ha you're replacing it with empowering ones so people can move forward. Mm -hmm. I I'm just really curious about, because now we are uh, on, on the COVID-19 situation. What are the, the beliefs mm -hmm. that people should maybe replace or maybe start working on right now? And, you know. That's a great question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because um, any crisis situation, we tend to go into our default, you know, knee-jerk reaction of, oh my God, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. And I can't wait for this to be over. But if we just take a deep breath and pause, mm -hmm. we can take stock of the situation and think, you know what, how many times over the past year alone have we said, I just wish I had more time? Mm. You know, somebody recommends a book and you say, I don't have the time. Re recommends you take a dancing class and you say, like, I don't have the time. You know, we're constantly saying we don't have time. And now we're blessed with abundant time. And our first response, because it's different from what we've had normally, is to say, why? And why can't things go back to normal? So instead, let's just change the filter, put in the new one and look at it and say, wow. Every single time I said, I don't have enough time has been answered. And now I have a whole ton of it. Yes. So what are the things that I put away, put off saying I had no, no time? Exactly. List them out. And then, and the thing is, we as human beings, we need structure. We need to feel in control. And I think that's the main thing that's freaking everyone out is that this is an external thing that's being applied. We don't have we perceive that we don't have any control about it. I was just talking to a student who is suffering from claustrophobia and he was saying, you know, I'm, I, I can't, I'm just taking pills and sleeping through the day because the thought that I'm in my room is, is freaking me out. And I told him, you have the choice. Just tell yourself, I can go outside if I want to. I choose to stay indoors because I choose to be healthy and safe. Mm -hmm. now, just that choice of word makes all the difference from I can't go outside to I choose to be inside. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. And I think now that we are blessed with so much time right now, now is the time to really reflect on where the destination mm -hmm. or what will be the next three or six months will be happening towards our life with our career with our health now that since the first quarter of 2020 really you know um gave us a massive massive not just headache but really emotional downturn in terms of like the economy our income you know and now we are working at home in isolation so people like you actually just reframe everything that you just said <laughs> So the first quarter of 2020 yes. challenged us to dig deep mm -hmm. and find talents and skills and resources and abilities mm -hmm. that we didn't we had. Mm -hmm. It challenged us to enter new arenas, to get into new avenues of uh, work, 
mm-hmm. or self-expression that mm-hmm. we wouldn't have unless we were forced to do this by the situation. So 2020 may have just brought out the best in each of us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know that you're not going to learn something new unless your back's against the wall and that's your only choice. So mm-hmm. we've been put in that situation and just look at all of us. I mean, this whole uh, uh, being more active on social media and going like, for me, that was something I kept putting off. And now it is the only way. So guess what? I've got to step up, right? right. I would have put it off some time. So if we just look at it like that, then it becomes really, really so much more exciting and we can convert it into an adventure. If you think, I, I've always felt bad I couldn't spend more time with uh, my family or loved ones or friends or whoever. This is a way. I know friends who have not been in touch when they could go and meet each other anytime. But now because they're feeling the need to you know, connect, they're now connecting on Zoom. They're connecting online. They're actually having face-to-face chats virtually yeah. when they just couldn't be bothered to do it in the real world. You know. Mm-hmm. So I would say, let's look at it like that. Let's look at it like that. And spirit will become a very, uh, very productive one for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm just really curious about one thing. Now we just tackled about how to find your passion, how to find your purpose. Why is it important to have, to know your values and really unlock that self-limiting beliefs that is hindering you to grow as a person, especially now that we are in isolation, we have a lot of time to think. And it's really important to provide really, you know, a positivity and show people that there are productive ways to do at home, not just watching Netflix or maybe going near the fridge. Um, Well, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with it. But of course, I believe that always, you know, when you are doing in excess of what you're currently doing, you know, it becomes terrible for your, you know, health, your wealth as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So what are your thoughts? Who are your inspiration? Who should people go to right now? And, you know, like you, for instance, you're helping people to, you know, coach their lives and, you know, just who are your inspiration and maybe give us some tips and advice as well. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm uh, telling people to do because people are saying, uh, should we wait till this is all over? And then I start coaching. I'm saying, look, the only way you're going to get ready for post-corona mm-hmm. is by using this time. Mm-hmm. Once life gets back to the new normal, whatever that's going to be, yes. again, you're on the hamster wheel. And then you're going to be regretting not having used this time. So the best way to prevent a regret is to use the time now, right? So uh, think, use this time. You know, like companies have downtime to do stock taking. Mm-hmm. This is our downtime. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's just stop taking. Do an audit of yourself. Where are you now? Is it where you want to be? Mm-hmm. Is when you're away from work, how does it make you feel? How are you feeling about what's going to come after this? Mm-hmm. Do you see that as the time which could actually be used to make your dreams come true? Mm-hmm. If so, what do you need to do? Mm-hmm. Once you've identified that, you will use this time to do those things. If you want to switch careers and you know that you needed to get certified in something, for instance, this time you can do your research, you can uh, compare the places that are offering the courses, and then you can actually sign up and get started on it because you're never going to be able to get this much time once you're doing your full-time job again. So do a self-assessment, audit yourself, 
identify your strengths and weaknesses, identify your current state and if it's where you want to be, if it's not, where do you want to be? Mm -hmm. What will it take to get to where you want to be? Can you get started on it now? Awesome. I love that. Self-assessment, becoming self-aware of what, you know, your strengths, like, like in a, when you're doing a business, it's like you're doing on your, your own SWOT analysis of yep. yourself. Um, so where do you go to if you wanted to really, um, cause I'm actually writing down notes. So if you're just <laughs> going here and there and, uh, you know, where, who, who inspires coach Bina? Okay. Uh, funny enough, I was, uh, I just answered this on another podcast as well. Yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, uh, so my answer will be the same. It's uh, my parents mm. who, um, who had a very strong sense of purpose. And uh, my dad ran an NGO for the whole of uh, yes. Africa and the Middle and the Asia. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up with a life, seeing a life of service. And I think that's what led also to my state of unease towards the end of my corporate tenure, because I felt like it's such a self-centered life, not doing anything for anyone else. So uh, the sense of purpose and how important it is to find it and then to follow it, that came from then. And uh, the couple, Marilou and uh, Jerry Seavey, who run the coaching course that I told you about. Yes. They have been doing it for 45 years and they don't just teach. They don't do it as a commercial thing. They do it with the genuine desire to change Mm. people's lives because coaching can transform lives. And so when when they are teaching you, they are teaching you with that passion and putting in you that sense of, you know, you now have the power to go out and make people's lives better. So that inspires me that after 45 years of doing it, their compass is still set to their true north and you know you can follow through on it so yeah professionally that would be them personally yeah. parents yes and and i believe right now especially with the transparency of social media if you are not authentic to you know to people who are your, your audience would be or even yourself then you know it really is not sustainable and and i always believe that if you are an expert in your field or you know your plan to be at least don't just tell people show people that what you're saying is you know you also practice it because it's the best way to you know er- really earn credibility as well yeah and as they say you can fool some of the people some of the time you can't <laughs> fool all of the people all of the time so <laughs> be yeah. yeah exactly and I, i'm really curious uh, before my you know just a uh, twin final questions what is your failure what is your worst failure hmm which one do i pick could it give me a heads up on that <laughs> <laughs> okay um see the thing is and this sounds like a, an hr answer right but yes, it's yes. the truth yes it's the truth i i stopped considering things failures mm-hmm I really genuinely did because I have realized that every failure, so-called failure, was a learning experience. Mm. It sounds cliche, but it is. It's in how you look at it. If I hadn't done that, if I hadn't messed that up, I would not know what I know today. For instance, my husband and I ran a multimedia studio for a couple of years here in Dubai. Mm. And we were very good at our work. 
he's a, a broadcast uh, professional mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a copywriter, so, you know, all that stuff. Yes, yes. Very good. But we realize we have zero business acumen. <laughs> we really stick to the business side. And that's when we stopped and we went into full-time jobs. And yeah. that has helped me now because I knew exactly what I need to work on before I set up a business. Mm-hmm. So the Bina set up Bina Matthews Consulting is definitely not that Bina from all those years back. Yeah. So it wasn't a failure. It was like uh, an MBA for me. Yeah. I mean, there's one interview that I did with uh, Lucy Dabo in the past. What she told me was that, how will you know what you don't know? And how will you apply if you don't know? know? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yes. That's really true. Before my last and final question to you, because we're almost at the end of time, where can people find you and, you know, how can people find more about your work? Okay, so I'm Coach Bina on all social media channels, Coach mm-hmm. B-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, my website is coachbina.com. Coachbina.com. So, very simple. LinkedIn, it's Bina Matthews. And you also have your own show that you did in the past, I, I guess, where yeah, there was... Power Bites. Power Bites. Power Bites, yes. So <clears throat> that was, you know, we have a wealth of people who are leaders in their fields and and people don't have access to them and their learnings and experience mm-hmm. bites gives you access to them and talking about using this time i was putting off podcasts for so long daniel mm-hmm. and I've, I've been following all your messages on how important it is and agreeing with you and still saying yeah i should yeah. and now <laughs> that i have time i'm actually going to move the whole of the first season to a podcast platform so there you go that's one thing that's come out of this for me season two will be coming out in a couple of weeks awesome i'm uh, looking forward i'm glad to hear that thank you so much for mentioning thank you so you you heard it first right here in the drive to succeed (laughs) (laughs) so that's an exclusive thank you so nice you're welcome so if so my last and final question would be if everything is stripped away from you, um, you know, your coaching business, you need to start all over again. You know, if maybe you didn't succeed in this venture, what would be your main drive to succeed? Um, like I said, my higher purpose. I would have to find a way that allowed me to express that and fulfill that. Uh, and secondly, I, I have two daughters mm. and I believe that children do as we do, not as we say. So I'm very conscious of the fact that every decision I make, everything that I say and do, my kids are just quietly absorbing it and it's shaping who they're going to be. Yes. So if I were to say this didn't work and give up, that's the message they would get, right? So that's another incentive for me to make sure that I practice what I preach yes. and uh, that, that I become the person I know I'm meant to be mm-hmm. so that they can see what that... Pro- and I'm very honest with them. I'm very honest with them. I do not sugarcoat anything. They know all the crap that you go through in, yes. in a working environment. They know that adults don't turn out to be nicer than when they were kids. They, you know, we t- I tell them everything because I want them to face life head on 
Yes. So uh, yeah, those would be my two my um, main to fulfill my own purpose and to to be a good role model. Perfect. I I really love that. I you know there's um, genuine authenticity in that, and I really respect. You know, as a I I'm not a parent yet, but I always believe that. You know uh, how people will succeed in life is a matter of if the parent really did their job properly. So for you, yeah. you know, having that answer and also trying that and working on to you know make it what you're saying, what you do, and what you say as well. You know, it's really. I mean, I'm really proud of your daughters that you know you have a mother like you and. Of course, your father is not like your husband. Of course, no. The father is very important in a girl's life because mm -hmm. her whole perception of how her equation with men works out depends on the dad. That's how it was for me because mm -hmm. my dad never made me feel I'm any different because I'm a female. I have two mm -hmm. younger brothers, but mm -hmm. I was a tomboy all my life. I learned to ride a motorbike before that. And uh, my husband does the same thing with my kids. They are just you know, raised to be whatever they want, however they want. And so guys in the future are going to have a hard time because they're going to live up to their dad. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. So uh, I think that's it for today. We are going to hang out after this recording and yeah, we'll, we'll publish it uh, ASAP because now we need more people like you. So once again, thank you so much, uh, Bina or Coach Bina, for staying with us on the show. See you in the next episode. My pleasure totally, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to give us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube, or whatever platform you're consuming this content into. This way, we can improve our visibility and impact more people too. By the way, I'm doing a free webinar where I will show you how you can build a meaningful, powerful personal brand that will help you double your income, turn your passion into profits, and make more impact and fulfillment along the way too. So if you're someone who is fit and would like to take a new challenge in your life by building a powerful personal brand that is authentic, that will resonate to you and other people too, then this webinar is for you. The website is www.thedrivesucceed.com forward slash personal branding 2020. So again, the website is www.thedrivesucceed.com forward slash personal branding 2020. Let me leave you with this. If you have a goal, you have a dream, you have a mission, you have a passion to pursue, and you don't know the how, always remember as long as you know the why and start doing the how usually comes up. So stay strong, be positive. Until next time, see you in the next episode. Thanks again for joining us at the Drive to Succeed podcast. If you're enjoying learning from this podcast, you can show your support by sharing and rating this on iTunes or Stitcher and sharing it with your friends on social media and tag us on Instagram at the Drive to Succeed underscore podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. See you in the next episode.